0: Two mini tic tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the three thirty eight starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. I don't know, I don't I don't know if we that wasn't a great pod, was it? Should you wanna run it back? Mom. Southlandia 226 or Sportlandia, whatever it is, your choice. That was an absolute smoker of a tune. And who said it on Twitter just now? Buddy Lovely at Buddy Lovely, Justin Lee. At Wiley 77 tunes this week, better than the stock market. And I, I told him it was going to be a smoker, and here we are. That's isolate.exe crystals for those keeping score at home. And I Shazammed that. That was on a, I think a video from one of these Ukraine soldiers blowing up a tank, and they had that song in the background. So I used Shazam, and it found it. I remember, I remember just discovering that my phone had built in Shazam about six months ago, and I tweeted about it because I thought I, I discovered, you know, electricity. And everyone on Twitter like, no shit, Grandpa. We get that. It's Shazam. Everyone knew. So I always think I'm on the front end of things, and I realize that. There's a lot of people out there who are ahead of the curve. Do you know you can get a newspaper delivered at home? Yes. We knew that. Uh, Staying hot in golf. Stay hot. Going three of three this week. I had no intention of ever making picks again. Because they're always wrong. Because it's golf. But a new segment called You Heard It Here First, which was not planned. I just said that, so now it's a segment. We got Homa for Tory Pines, and we got Rose from downtown last week, Pebble Beach. On the record, facts. And this is team no data. It's team no numbers. We don't dig into anything. It's just eyeballs and eye holes. And They come at me like the ghost in this office and it just screamed Justin Rose. And I've got two names screaming at me this week. So stay tuned for the segment. You heard it here first. And the segment, you heard it here first, you heard it here first as well because someone will definitely rip it off. So you heard the segment, you heard it here first, you heard that segment here first. If that makes sense. Did I bet Justin Rose? No, of course not. Did I play him in DFS? No. Why? Because I don't trust myself. I don't don't believe I'm going to be right. I have no conviction. It's ridiculous. But this is a subscription-free podcast, and these plays are free. Remember, no data, no numbers, all guts. But yeah, little we ripped. Just like look at look at Fantasy Guru Drew yesterday. Uh, he tweeted, he tweeted that only four letter names recently are winning on tour. an hour later, CBS ripped the same tweet. You know, everything everything that a lot of us tweet, sports books just copy it. Who cares? <clears throat> the same tweet, sports books, the next minute. Because they all follow us, and they can't think of anything original. Be original, godless. Um, I don't. I don't know if anyone. Well, Eric Patterson just commented on it, but it was it was interesting that uh they showed he showed that they're dismantling the patio, the stone patio at the Swilcon, Swilcon, Swilcon bridge at St. Andrews, which is a catastrophe. It's a catastrophe if it's in your backyard in Peoria, Illinois, let alone at the holy ground of golf. Can you believe they're even taking an excavator and touching that soil? It just, you know, golf is bleeding at this point. But he, he, tw- Eric Patterson tweeted a picture of them taking it up, and it's true. I mean, he said it's true. I mean, it's absolutely true that the force of Twitter – And the power and numbers of people absolutely detesting this idea got them to move and change it. Unbelievable. And they needed to. That was ridiculous. It was ridiculous because, I mean, I I don't don't know anything about the idea behind it, but just looked terrible. I mean, do something better than that. It looked like, you know, a 1996 new granite countertop, the yellow ones they used to have. Woof. So, But the power of social media and, and, you know, the collective thinking and power of people just willing decisions by these big brands is pretty democratic. So some may call it cancel culture, but uh, it's accountability culture. So if we're going to be able to do that, to use our collective power in social media, here are the three things I want to cancel. One, Burger King. Not the ad, not the Whopper ad, which we all know and hate. I want to cancel the entire restaurant, the entire idea behind Burger King. I want to erase it from my memory and it, like it never existed. To the Empire State Building for being gutless in New York and changing the colors of their, of their lights to Eagles and then the Chiefs. That's gutless. Tear it down. So, those two things. Oh, and Fantasy Guru Drew. I want those three things gone. Number three, Guru Drew, for always winning an NBA. Which I thought at one point was easy. It's it's easy to go broke. So. The last time I will talk about live. This is it. This is official. I'll say that every week. <clears throat> but... But the push for franchises in live is is abundantly clear at this point. So someone top down, Greg, has said, you know, the reason why, the reason why no one is following these franchises, their 12 franchises, is because we're not talking about them enough. That's why. The reason you don't like me or this content is that I'm not talking about myself enough. No people can find you pretty easily. So now the mandate is players of the Saudi Arabian tour you are commanded to talk as much as possible i mean look at brooks brooks is the litmus test for this he would never he is he is too cool for school to ever talk about smash gc and he's talked about it a few times already on twitter you know that he's just not he's just grinding his teeth having to tweet that if he's even tweeting it but <laughs> you know that if he's doing it, they forced him to do it. But every one of them is now tweeting about their franchise. At a minimum, slow roll it out, you know, because it's obvious that you're, you're, I mean, you fired your franchise leader. Matt, That Matt Goodman guy? That was the fall guy. No one likes our franchises. It's his fault. No one likes our franchises. You're not tweeting about it enough. No, we, we get that point. We got it. I mean, nine months since the, what, the High Flyers were invented? Nine months since the Twitter account for the High Flyers, Phil's team, Phil, the most recognizable, the second most recognizable and powerful name in golf. Period. Period. For nine months, including his promotion of it, has 61 followers. That is objectively terrible. 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 If Phil can't get you more than 61 followers for the team that he captains, and if you look at the replies about him even tweeting about it, it's nuts how bad it is. Collectively, across all 12 teams, it's fewer than 5,000 followers on Twitter. I mean, there are Twitter accounts about pickle pancakes with more. So, that's that. I mean, you cannot force people. People get the, the franchise idea. Um, so who's the next fall guy? The reason why no one s- continues to follow or care about these these ridiculous, absurd teams. Who's next? Who's th- Fandom takes a long time. It takes generations. It takes you actually liking the people at the franchise, and someone said this earlier, it's largely based on geography. So. I mean, this must come as a surprise to a lot of these guys. They must be really now missing. You can sense it, the superstar alpha st- status that they had. Um, it be, it, Because really, in a, and it's clear to Phil now, that they need the PGA Tour for credibility and attention. And so you could see Phil's uptick in in praising Rory on Twitter and talking about Tiger and starting the Super Bowl of golf which no one will care about. You know, it's I think that it's I mean to me I've always said this that the my, I can't I can't I'm not in their shoes. So I I mean I'm not injured. I my career I don't have a career in golf so I can't say if I would or would not take 400 million dollars. But I would assume that, you know, the 30-year-olds especially and guys like Phil were probably not done being the superstars they were. And now they get no – the attention they get is just – it's horrendous. So, but you can't – people are aware of it. It's not about – awareness issue you just can't force people to want to follow you and there's a massive resistance in golf from American fans especially against LiveTour. Tour the, the story's been written just like this DFS content space the reason no one listens to certain people is that they don't want to it's not about more collabs or more content or getting your name out there you know People don't want to listen to me. There's a lot. Nothing I can do about it. Who cares? I'm not going to go force the issue. So. But 30 to 40 more years as a member of Smash GC getting absolutely demolished, smashed on Twitter. I'm not sure that they, I'm not, I don't know if that reality is setting in. The worst thing that the tour can do, a PGA Tour at this point, is to do. The worst thing is, because is, the PGA Tour does not need to live for anything, is give open the door for them. They want it. You can tell Phil's hunting it. You open the door and give them credibility and normalize them as non-villains. The PGA Tour is the worst decision they could ever make. Just let them go. Who cares? This is Waste Management Week, man. This is not, what? Range dogs. Or whatever they're called. Four aces. Just let them go. Just keep them in that floating mirror in space, like Generals Odd and Superman 2 or 1. Just free them out. Don't break the mirror. Uh, this is let's call let's talk about golf now. That was a sentence brought to you by me. Waste management Phoenix Open. Here's some notes for you. Here's some notes. This is the fifth major. Oh, by the way, by the way, I keep tweeting, and this is a complete departure from what I was gonna talk about, but <clears throat> had planned, had planned to go to waste management. I'm not going now. Had planned to stop into Vegas first and take the girls to Adele. So I bought a, a box out there at Adele for Friday, and now I can't use it. So if you want it, not for free. This isn't an ice maker giveaway. Uh, but, you know, I could be very reasonable. Box Adele, Adele's box on February 10th. You can be in there. <clears throat> All right, Waste Management Phoenix Open. Just DM me. Uh, course notes. Waste Management Phoenix Open. This is the fifth major, true. This is the people's major. Best non-major on tour, full stop. Demands a lot of accuracy off the tree tee. Uh, a lot of native and waste areas, snakes, <laughs> bunkers, and water. I don't know why I said snakes. Uh, front nine's tough, back nine's scoreable, and the closing holes are awesome. Green, green's really... F- what is wrong with my language right now? Greens really firm up by Sunday, and they're fast. Paul Tessori, 2019, said they're the fastest on tour. Facts. Uh, closing stretch is epic. A lot of risk rewards. 16th hole, bring your guts with the stadium. 17th has some wild finishes. Look at Saturday pin, pa- pin placement, back left. Ollie Schneidergens puts it into the water. Um,. But like every week, good iron players, scramblers. I'm looking for accurate drivers. Fan favorites, people who can handle the crowd on 16, people who get lifted and energized by it. There's a few guys I like in that regard. You'll want to, I have this in my notes. You'll want to play Hovland, but don't. Uh, players in control of their ball at the moment who enjoy the energy and don't crater on 16, 17, or 18. Four letters or less in their last name, courtesy of Fantasy Guru droop. So there you go. So here's the Hurt It Here first segment. We're gonna go through some players I like. Hurt It Here first segment brought to you by Pizza Hut. When everything else is closed, take shelter in the hut. Nine ninety nine wings and flats and drums all day Wednesday. Each. Nine ninety nine each. I just made that up, but I did hear about flats and drums from I think it was draft cheat on Twitter. First time I've ever heard someone talk about wings called flats and drums. I'm not a wing eater. Period. All right, so the players this week. Name a few names I'm looking at and like. I don't believe ownership and Harmon there's some amazing deals in the sevens. You know, your hoagie people. Uh I'm a wise guy. Harmon sub 10. I don't believe this ownership is going to hold necessarily. Siwoo Kim sub 10 projected. I don't believe it's going to hold who else is JT Poston's down there as well. Gary Woodland's down there. Um, Sub 10 Harmon really will surprise me. Sub 10 Aaron wise definitely will, but I'm not sure the, constructed the lineup yet as to whether or not you need two or three of those, but there are some prices. Well, this field is just amazing. I mean, this is this is just a major level field, of course. But those guys can win for sure. For sure. Chris Kirk down there. He's been playing great. JT Post in sub-10. Gary Woodland will be sub-5. Um, Brendan Steele. Denny McCarthy. Uh, but Rusty Henley, McNeely withdrew injury. Goodbye. No flop lag for Mr. McNeely. You're done. Bye-bye. There's the door. But but in terms of people I am definitely like, I, I came down to two players who I think are going to win. So, you know, Max, Rose, big call. This week, I, I, it's really a coin toss between these two. Ricky Fowler is someone I'm going to play for sure, and I believe that he could come away with a win. That's not my herded It Here First play, but I believe he can win. But the herded It Here First segment brought to you by Pizza Hut is I believe that Tom Kim will win this week. Tom Kim will win this week, the Waste Management Phoenix Open. You heard it here first. Tom Kim wins. You heard it here first. In that, in that, he hits fairways. He makes big putts. He's a high-energy guy. He plays off the crowd. He is a top fan favorite for sure. He will just devour the 16th hole, in my opinion. Um, and I think he's got everything you need here. But to me, it comes down to those two. If it's not, you know, I think I think Tom Kim will be somewhat chalky. But if you're not looking for one of the big guns, that's who I came down to. I think it might be a Fowler week. But on the record, on the record, for the record, Tom Kim, you heard it here first. So that's all I got for this week. Hit me up. You want to be in the Dells box.